1: meredith Vieira is a paid endorser kf agency operates myhealthpolicy.com not connected with or endorsed by the u.s government or the federal medicare program a licensed insurance agent may call hey welcome thanks for joining us today this is authentically you social interaction for the mind and soul and you are listening to society bites radio I'm your host, Dr. Richard Himmer, along with my lovely bride, Sherry. And for the next 25 minutes or so, we're again going to talk about bullying. But we're going to continue the idea of how to protect yourself against bullying. What to do, what, what skill sets can you develop or systems, and then a little bit more about what bullying is and where it can happen. So, before we get into it, Sherry, if it's okay, as I'm thinking about this, There are probably four areas that come to mind where bullying can happen. And sometimes we don't think about at least one of these that I know of. So it can definitely happen at work. Just remember the fifth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We hear a lot about it at school because it's a mandated law. And kids aren't as sweet and lovely as they are. They're always not so nice to each other. So that's become an important piece in children's education in public school. It's, It's valuable. And I think workplaces will be different for the next generation just because of what they're learning at
1: school. I hope so, yeah. But in school, there's uh, different levels of bullying. There is, uh, let's say, teacher on teacher. There's teacher on student. And I read one statistic. I haven't had collaborating on this one at all, but just the one statistic where 50% of teachers use bullying or bullies, according to the research. seems um, a fairly high number, but... Anyway, that was the statistic. Then there's administration on teacher. And one I think is the most pervasive right now, and it's a pendulum swing, is student on teacher. Now, remember we defined bullying as um, six months or longer. Is it possible to have that happen? I would argue it is, given the, the research that this one attorney out of Colorado did.
0: Well the first flag that would be in someone's mind is, but wait, it has to be a position of power. Would you explain how is it that a student could have power over a teacher?
1: What happens nowadays is students are becoming aware that if they even threaten that a teacher's done something inappropriate, the teacher is compromised because the school district fears a lawsuit. They will take evasive actions and throw the teacher under the bus just to stave off Legal proceedings.
0: Yeah, right now there are no laws to, to protect teachers right. in those situations. So it's the pendulum has swung where parents and students, um, and and I've I've seen this in school districts where especially a race card is thrown. Um, a, a, yeah, a comment can be made, especially in the racial racial department, that immediately the school district has to right. protect. Against lawsuit because there's been so many, and it
1: doesn't even have to be race. It could just be discipline that the mm-hmm. students it constantly did. out of control. And it
0: doesn't have to be proven that it even nope. happened.
1: The claim so. is all that it takes. Yeah. The teacher's compromised, and now the teacher, let's say the teacher gets put on admin leave, but it's under constant threat. Is monitored differently. The work with you know the observations. I used a, a workplace term. The observations are different that's, that's going to be pervasive. If that's done over six months of time where that cloud is hanging, the teacher's anxiety levels, stress levels, chronic potential p- potential chronic pain and illness shoot through the roof. There's no difference between that scenario, which is the first place to be bullied, at home, parents are bullies, siblings are bullies. I have a case right now. Mm-hmm. The younger sister is the bully.
0: Now, how does she have a position of power? How does that work in a family situation? The dominant
1: of the personality. Mm-hmm. And she knows how to manipulate the environment to get the older sister in trouble. So, she wields her street skills, if for lack of a better phrase, and dominates and then
0: intimidates
1: the older sister. Interesting. It's an adopted position.
0: Okay. And it, it's just, when we talk about position of power, and over time as being some of the critical definitions of bullying um, and it, 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 that power piece can be very um, nuanced in a sense
1: and you need to be aware of what that looks like mm-hmm. it, it does not have to be a hierarchical manager or supervisor well, uh, yes yeah it is really it can be a social skill Um one of the things that I read was it could be how many friends you have oh sure popularity power yep so what they'll do is they'll isolate and then they'll ostracize and literally a bully will take away friends so a bully manager will go to and let's say I'm the one who's the manager and you're my target I will go to the girls who you associate with and hang around in the lunchroom and I will say if I see you hanging around Sherry again you're gonna lose your job you've just lost every support system in in your work environment because I am taking away your support structure yeah. I mean that's that's malicious yeah yes. but that's what they do and I've seen that I have clients right now who are coming and telling me such stories. Okay, so school, home, we talked about work already, so that's a given, and multiple levels at work, and you, you know, in a social environment, it could just be in a, your social get together, your this group of. are talking people. about a group of friends. Well, it could be like a Rotary. It could be a, a baseball team. It could be your any player. kind of organization, any kind of organized social environment.
0: Whether it's an explicit organization or, or is, right, right, and informal. Informal.
1: But the one that I think gets the least amount of attention is church. It's religious bullying, um, and so there's positional powers there, under mm. threat of certain things. Mm-hmm. And when people get these into these positions of power, they can wreak havoc. On a parishioner, um, just a member of the congregation, you know, they move into that clergy type position, and it's brutal because they're, they feel like there's nowhere to turn. You know, these guys are having a position of power over them, and I just pay attention to that. That can happen. And as I've mentioned this to other people, um, not so much in a client coach relationship, but just in conversation mode, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of there is a lot more awareness. Of this one, because I do a lot of coaching with people who've experienced high rigidity, religious rigidity in their home, and have lost all hope in a higher power or, or they hate organized religion. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When all you know is incivility and bullying type behavior towards you, from where well, you have to go to church or you have to believe in God or you have to believe this or you have to believe that, that's no fun. Why is that an inviting environment?
0: And it's hard for people to separate the imperfect actions of humans from their faith system.
1: And the challenge is, go back to Fred. So we're going to bring Fred up again. One of Fred's challenges was that Fred's a closet coward. He's afraid of being found out. Mm-hmm. Well, what do parents do or what does clergy do to their people? Is that love-based teaching or is that fear-based persuasion, manipulation? And then they condescend to them. Keep in mind that, that until we're starting to be aware of this type of behavior in our society, our society will continue to fragment. This is why children are becoming are so peer centric instead of parent centric. Parents aren't making it fun, they're not enjoying the environment. Who really cares if the parent is right? If no one's listening to the parent being right, then that's not a that's incivil or uncivil. And that's incivility personified when you have to force your child to do something like go to church. Where is the idea of making it inviting, making it fun? So, again, the culture of church can be a, a pretty big cesspool of incivility. So, back to Fred. So, we, what we thought we'd do is we'd rehearse these and just decide, dissect it really quick. So,
0: so this is going to help us because we're going to become right. empowered with how to deal with that jerk box. So, let's go right into it. Fred and Nancy, and Fred... um,
1: Fred's Nancy's supervisor.
0: Nancy's frustrated with his constant panics. She's resistant to his demands, um, you know, that are being required to save Fred's reputation and his position, and he is her supervisor, so there's a position of power right there. Um, His problems always become her headaches, and we're on the eve of Nancy's 10th wedding anniversary and Fred walks in and says,
1: Nancy, I hope you didn't plan anything tonight because you're working late.
0: But Fred, I always work late. I'm tired and I need a break. Can't you get someone else to help?
1: Okay, interrupt. Fred comes in, no emotional intelligence, no social skills, no invitation, no connect, no redirect. He comes in and just lays down. This Mm -hmm. is what we call the drive-by dumping. Yep. Nancy, on the other hand, moves into victim's position.
0: She's, yeah,
1: whining. So that very thing now elicits a triggered to flooded reaction in Fred. He's going to capitalize on that because he sees her weakness because there's no respect. You know, and you always have to be careful
0: when someone uses the word always (laughs) because you're just fueling that person. To leverage more on you because mm. it can't be true. Well also, so you got to be really careful right. when you go into your wine. Fred, don't, use don't use the word always. Don't use the word always. It will define you as a whiner.
1: So Fred comes back. Perhaps I didn't enunciate clearly. I just received an email from corporate that our project's being reviewed next week. I need those numbers right away, and you are the lucky one.
0: That's not fair. Why do I always have to work late? Can't we do this tomorrow?
1: notice the depth of the victim's position now yeah. he's become the big persecutor on this one and she's now escalating his desire he's getting rewarded the more she goes into victims position the more reward he gets from electrochemicals these are opiates that are being produced on the end and we're
0: saying this not to defend Fred or to say it's the target's problem, as in the case of Nancy, but to bring in the awareness of what things she can control.
1: It's a two-way street. Yeah, and we're going to get to
0: how she can bring in control.
1: No, you can't. If you don't get me the numbers right away, we're all in trouble, and if I'm going down, so are you and everyone else.
0: But it's my 10th wedding anniversary, and I have planned a special dinner at our favorite restaurant. And,
1: and you can postpone that dinner. Because tonight, you you have other plans. All right, so we don't need to, to lambast any further. Please be mindful that when you roll into that victim's position, here's a, a couple ways you know you're doing it. Your voice moves up an octave. You escalate the end of the sentence. You raise your voice up.
0: So and, intonation is different when you're whining. Uh, oh, if children could only learn that.
1: If only parents could learn that. (laughs) If teachers could learn that. If managers and supervisors could learn that. Keep in mind that when we escalate our voice, like asking a question. So where have you been? You just instilled anxiety into the space. The idea is to learn neutrality. So we're going to now talk about what we call the Jedi mind magic here in the office. It's got acronyms to it. It's called N-I-M-I-S, and this is how it works.
0: Nimnis, N-I-M-I-S.
1: The first position to be is neutral. You're not trying to be right. You're not trying to be wrong. You're trying to find out what's going on.
0: So Fred Jerk comes in. Nancy's not being neutral. She's being triggered.
1: And that allows him, and it fosters him, and it it actually incentivizes him. It's a
0: cycle that obviously has been going on viciously between the two of them probably for some time. So we want to
1: break down the, and this is where the second stage of this comes in, is the interrupt. Interrupt.
0: You're not interrupting
1: the person talking. You're interrupting the flow of electrochemicals.
0: You're interrupting the pattern, right. the communication pattern that's been going on and that's fostering this, you know, bully, target, victim, persecutor the first, the relationship. Let's do the first
1: couple lines of take two to show how neutral and interrupt just happen. So we start again. Nancy, I hope you're, you didn't plan anything tonight because you're working late. Excuse me, Fred, working late. Now notice okay. what happens here. She's neutral. She didn't try to defend herself. In take one, it's, oh, but I always work late. In take two, it's, excuse me, there's our interrupt. She's neutral because now she's going to try to find out what's going on. And she mirrors, or what we call parrots, back some significant words of his previous comment. So here's where the research is. Putting it
0: back on him, basically.
1: Over the last 20 years, ever since Ruby Ridge and the Koresh compound, the FBI Mm -hmm. have learned this technique, it's called mirroring. They rep- rep- repeat back one to three significant words of the terrorist words. So this is in like high stakes terrorist negotiations that is amazingly powerful. Yeah, it just
0: could be a terrorist.
1: Exactly. Dealing <coughs> with children, you're a terrorist. Yeah. Dealing with a supervisor is often terroristic type tendencies. So what you do is you simply parrot back the words. Now notice what Nancy did. Excuse me, Fred. She interrupts the narrative and the, the victim's position, working late. It's literally a question, but what she's doing is she's saying his words.
0: And bringing her voice downward. Neutrally. <coughs> when you're in high-stakes conversations, do your best to intone downward or evenly. Right. Just to bring less stress into the and notice,
1: excuse me, or I'm sorry, or whatever, is not really an apology. It's an interrupt. It's an interrupt.
0: So good to understand why we're using that. Right.
1: So yesterday, I had a classic example. It kind example. of puts
0: power back into Nancy's boat here, putting wind back in her sails.
1: She's getting control over the situation. Absolutely. So yesterday, I was explaining to my assistant, we're, we're publishing a new uh, models book, and I was explaining to her what I needed her to change and she parroted it back. I don't think she knew what she was doing. When she repeated it back to me, I realized that what I said wasn't what I really want. It didn't sound very good when she said it back. And I said, just a second, I gotta think that through. And she said, well, I wasn't questioning it. And I said, no, you repeated it back and I really appreciate that. And then I took about a minute and a half to two minutes and reworded what I asked her to change. It came out far better than my original change and all she did was mirrored it back neutrally. Even in those situations, it was a powerful reminder. Because what happens to the bully is he hears his words now parroted back, and they become uncomfortable.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay, so the next part of this is, so neutral, interrupt, mirror.
0: I also like how Nancy didn't use too many words. Very few. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and you mentioned intonation. So that's the, the fourth step. Is you want to be able to intone neutrally and then the most important after you do all that is be silent be quiet yeah don't say anything the minimum is four seconds don't say anything for four seconds and if need be it's silent complete
0: so if quiet. the other person doesn't respond don't feel like you have to fill in the space
1: he who speaks first get loses. into that
0: wine mode again
1: yeah in sales that's is very very true okay so let's let's pick it up from the very beginning and let's go ahead and talk about which step is being employed as we go through this process. Nancy, I hope you didn't plan anything tonight because you're working late.
0: Excuse me, Fred. Working late.
1: Neutral. Interrupt. Mirror. Right. You're crunching numbers for the project launch. You've known about this for a week.
0: Okay. When do you need the numbers?
1: Okay. Notice the the mirror and the intone. Now, you, you're not noticing the silence because I'm jumping in right, right. after that. But you need to understand that this will come in when the when it's a really high-stake emotions. That's when silence is Well,
0: going. and if Fred's not on his game, he's like, oh, he has no idea. He might be stewing for a few seconds. So well, you'll notice you've got to be prepared to allow the silence. Well said. Pre-plan it.
1: You'll notice that you'll stumble, Fred, in just a minute. See, it's going to happen. Then. Uh, okay, you said, okay, when do you need the numbers? Well, the VP of sales sent me an email indicating that some corporate bigwigs are flying in next week to review the project launch. Your numbers are critical.
0: When did you say they were arriving?
1: Did I ever say it? No. It's data that in take one, you never got. Exactly. So he leveraged leveraged Nancy in take one and said, you can't go to dinner tonight. Nancy knows she's got a dinner tonight. It's her 10th wedding anniversary. For all we know, Fred does too. Nancy may have shared that with him. In take one, what is... Look at the viciousness in take one when he took that dinner away and he's known about this for a week. That's where it really becomes like bullying. That's that's the pureness of bullying. The intent is how you, that's the one thing the research brought out. The intent of the bully is to do harm. Even though the it's an accidental position. So sometimes
0: we might have a jerk boss and it like things really get messed up in our life because of them, but they may not be intending to. Is that the accidental bully, or are they just being a jerk? You need to know that when they push when they push the agenda without empathy,
1: without self-awareness, the intent then overrides. Their intent is to get the job done. If there's a fallout and it hurts right. someone else, okay. But see, now the intent is still to get the job done, and that means it's okay for you to get but hurt. But if the intent
0: is to get hurt, then it changes to bullying.
1: No, I'd say the first one's still bullying.
0: Okay, that's the accidental bullying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, they're not, they're not going out as a prime, prime directive to hurt the person, but they're not really bringing in empathy or self-awareness in the surroundings. This is what makes great leaders great. Right. When they can see the whole situation and then work through that. Remember, it's not who is right. Bullies are all focused on who is right. Leaders are focused on what is right. Conflict is what is right. We have the same goal different ways. Contention is who is right. Bullies are contentious okay so let's continue this um when did you say they're arriving now notice fred comes back and goes um he he got put in a position he had to think about it tuesday afternoon the meeting's at three in the conference room and then he has to get back to taking powerful control right and your attendance is mandatory well now we don't need it tonight now we don't need it tomorrow we don't
0: need it till next tuesday yeah okay I've got the mandatory meeting on my calendar. You I'm hearing. That, right? Is there anything besides the numbers you want me to handle?
1: Fred doesn't even know how to handle that. Uh, yeah, um, I guess. Uh, no, he's, he's he's in a position that he's never been put into this. This is interrupt. I'll need about five slides for the keynote presentation. When do you need those? Again, who's in control?
0: Can you feel my Jedi movement with? Yeah, my I noticed
1: the hand movement yeah. too. So, these are not the (laughs) droids you're looking for. (laughs) Um, Monday afternoon.
0: Got it. If I have the numbers and the slides ready for you around 2 p.m. Monday, does that work for you?
1: You are taking control of the situation, and now you're giving me the calendar on which to work.
0: Give me the responsibility back to Fred.
1: And then I say, yeah, I guess so.
0: If I get you the numbers by Friday afternoon, does that help the situation? Oh, she's sweetening the deal here. Oh, yeah, she is.
1: And absolutely, that would be wonderful. Now, knows Fred's position. Instead of the bully jerk, Fred is in a position of, oh, thanks, you're giving me something again. I really appreciate this.
0: I'll need to drop a few things from my punch list in order to accomplish that. You okay with that?
1: Now, what what are you doing there?
0: Well, I'm clarifying that, one, I have control of my job, right. and I'm, prim- I'm making this a priority other, over other things. I'm defining the boundary, don't invade and bring on any more, because I'm clearing things out for this.
1: And you're, giving, you're getting permission to clear things out, right. but you're not saying what. Now, Fred might want to go, well, what do you mean by that? Well,
0: don't send me to go pick up your dry cleaning.
1: Yeah, but that was a bit snippy. <laughs> well if you have
0: a jerk box boss that the ones that make you go pick well, up the Well, Snippiness
1: dry cleaning. doesn't isn't justified just because he's a jerk. So the point being that Nancy at this it moment
0: is so good to be snippy.
1: Is no. is moving herself into a position of <laughs> control and actually clearing her calendar. Um, be able to do that. Now when it comes back, she's able to then recount the story, the narrative in a very neutral way. She's protecting herself. She is protecting and planning boundaries. Beautifully done. Okay, so, yep, great. Thanks for your cooperation.
0: You're welcome. See you tomorrow.
1: Notice how Nancy, in the entire process, continually stayed neutral. She was able to seek to what's going on. That's understanding. Before, she was seeking agreement. But I always work late. Can I do this? Can I do that? That's trying to get Fred to be sympathetic with her position. What Nancy did was empathetic to Fred's position. Fred, what's going on? When do you need it? If I get it to you by this time, does it work?
0: I love this because it's perspective taking, but she forces the hand in a very intelligent and civil and considerate way to take on his perspective, to force him to give his perspective. Because one of the things a bully will do is withhold enough that they can overpower you. And that was done away with by these techniques, these Jedi techniques of Nancy. It's human
1: nature to answer a question given neutrally. It just is. You can't help. If it's neutral, who do you want to talk about the most? Yourself. So what happens when Nancy's doing this, she's inviting human nature. She's using Mm. his strength against him, in this case to protect her, but really for the collaborative situation that allows them to work together to gain the same goal get the slides done, get the presentation done, she gets to go on her anniversary date, and Fred gets to look good.
0: You know, the biggest hot item on a resume is to show that you have the ability to collaborate on a team in a corporate situation, in a workplace situation. That isn't always easy. It's hard to prove it because sometimes you will have people that don't have those collaboration skills. You yourself can change that culture, the mini culture that you're working with, And to make it more collaborative by doing a Nancy, by doing a Jedi.
1: Exactly right. So we're out of time. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And I
0: hope it really helped people to hone and see that, yeah, we have bullies in our lives, but there are ways that we can handle them.
1: And let's start by identifying what it is correctly. You know, instead of throwing someone under the bus, that only serves to hurt yourself. You're moving into a victim's position. Let's just name the behavior. Be aware of it and then learn these little skills. So what we want to do is continue this narrative. Well, The bullying will be the underlying topic, but we want to work on how to not only identify what bullying looks like, the culture looks like, but we want to continue this narrative of how to deal with incivility in our lives. And we can do that on the next one. So thanks so much for listening. We are out of time. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email, D. R. H. at himmercenter.com remember all resources are within you the challenges that come your way including bully bosses and jerks in your family they're perfect they're exactly what you need at this time to grow and to come closer to integration perfect is a mistake that gets a retake if this is fun for you leave a comment on Sprecher, Sprecher and get a hold of us and let us know what's going on we look forward to talk, talking to you again until then take care my head I try to turn it down but I can't quite drown it out. I'm tortured every day these never-ending worries on my sleeve. So
0: many times now I was Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the dickens leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com. The Medicare annual election period deadline is coming soon. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who found the key to the right coverage at myhealthpolicy.com. Meet Larry.